You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 143, uh, where we will be discussing chapters 16 through 18 of Red Scrolls of Magic. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. We're so cool. We're all waiting for you to say what, what. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I try, I've try. i been trying to not say it, and you guys are ruining it because yeah, with our awkward pointing pause. out that I haven't said it. <laughs> this is me saying so and anyway before I literally say anything, and I was like, stop, stop. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it. This is my yep. life now. Absolutely. Okay, so. It's like, whatever. All right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Give the people what they want. They want you yeah. to say that. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. We are recording this on election day in America, folks, for our listeners here. Elsewhere. Elf oh yeah, and here. elsewhere. Like yeah. FYI. Yeah. It's it's been it's interesting. We were just talking off the uh off air recording why do i always we are not a radio show why do i always (laughs) act like i'm fucking fraser well because you're on the air niles clearly (laughs) oh my gosh get over it i can't i never will and i never will (laughs) gross But we were talking about how we all voted and we live in the Pacific Northwest and it's very easy to vote here. Like you get a little pamphlet that um, it's, it's not little. It's actually pretty big, but it has uh-huh. like all of the candidates that you're voting for. And like they write like blurbs about themselves and stuff. So you could kind of like get a feel for the person if you don't know who's running for like city auditor or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. And they do the it by local- county. Yeah, 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 county, whatever. You know what I meant. Well, yeah, so they do it by county, and then, like, your city officials, are like you're saying, are in there also. So it's yeah. like, we had three people up for um, city council in the town I lived in, and I, or four people, you could only vote for three, and I was like, I don't know anything about these people, let me just read up on it. Yeah. Yep. I, not, um, what was it, not, not this time, but um, in the primary, um, we had some, like, local stuff that was in our primary um and so like I sat Bryn down with me and we kind of like went over mm-hmm. like I kind of showed her how to vote like yep this is how you know we read through this and this we, and is like, how we do the bill it. yeah <clears throat> yep. and kind of like going through stuff like that anyway that was not the point of my story but the point of my story is that I was on TikTok, and I was like realizing how in other parts of the country, people do not have it as easy as we do to vote. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, and not everybody gets a voter's pamphlet. I'm like, I thought that was standard. Yeah. I remember. I, yeah. The first election after I turned 18, I didn't vote because I, and maybe even the first like couple. I was like, I'm uninformed. I'm not going to vote on something that I don't know anything about. I'm uninformed. I'm uninformed. And then, like, I actually, like, sat down and got the voter's pamphlet. I'm like, literally, like, there's the the language of what the measure is or the mm-hmm. bill. There's a, um, basically, it's literally what's going to go in the Constitution. Yeah. And then after that, there's, like, a layman's term explaining it. 
And then after that, there's arguments for and arguments against for people that they've put in there. It's like there's literally like you there, you can't use it as an excuse. You just have to read it. Right. Yep. And when I feel like I'm going to vote yes on something, I go read all the no's and then, like, don't bother. Like, Uh explain to me otherwise. Tell me why I'm wrong. Right. Or vice versa. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, Yeah. everybody should have a voter's pamphlet. I was thinking that it really was a big waste of paper. Uh Uh-huh. But um, it's very recycled. Like, the pages are voting so important. It is. And being informed and making sure that, you know, the the people are informed is I, kind of the fucking point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we need you, Gen Z. We need you. Yep. Fuck we need America us. needs you. Do your Save civic us. duty. Fuck. Oh. oh. But we were talking earlier. We were like, do you remember, like, going to vote with your parents? Because, like, it wasn't always... A, a male thing a mail-in thing so like I remember going to like the church with my mom and my mom like letting me like go in the like little booth with the curtain oh, with that's her cool. while she like punched her thing yeah bro my mom told me I wasn't allowed to come inside what a liar I had to sit why in the car why do you lie why do you lie <laughs> I'm sure it's not it's frowned upon but my mom right. was a single mom she's like fuck it I don't know what to yeah. tell you my kid's coming with me I'm not leaving her outside the curtain you want my boat <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great <sighs> rock oh the vote do you guys remember yeah. did you like you just said you you got you made your mom made you sit in the car while she went to vote yeah but what's funny is I remember having to sit in the car but somehow I have an image of seeing her vote in a booth did mm-hmm. I make that up in my head it, it was like been a House different Rock. one you could Maybe have two separate memory. voting memories <laughs> it was like I, do, I remember the school, church so. okay, okay the church mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean yeah. I'm pretty sure our parents voted at the same church Robin yeah I think so okay. the red one <laughs> yeah yeah the red one. The red one. Oh, that's great. <sighs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So, well, it's too... We were saying, like, yeah, we could encourage people to vote. It's too late. But I hope you did. I yeah. Hope you did. And if you didn't, yes. really strongly think about it for next time. Indeed. Because it's cool, I, Well, bro. that was... Again, I'm, I disclaimer everything. I didn't read an article. I didn't do whatever. Somebody did a TikTok. And put their source up on the screen so I could have paused it to read it if I wanted to. I did not. But they were basically, um, I feel like it was a lady that does the news under the desk even. Oh, oh I do think that. it might have been yes. her. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying, like, there's, there's going to be a couple states or whatever that they're going to be, like, projecting. Like, someone's going to, it's going to be, like, between 296 votes. Like, go vote. Like, your opinion, wow. you know. Your voice matters. Yep. So, did you see the one with Obama? She just posted it today for like election day or whatever. Uh-uh. I th- maybe like he came and he's like, "What are you doing under my desk?" or whatever. Anyway, it's not important oh, what the content funny. of of that video is. The the what's important is that Obama can still get it. What the fuck? I mean, Obama's the hottest president, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. 
or I mean, probably any office, really, other than maybe like local offices that I'm not aware of. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I can't okay. think of a single senator that I'd rather bang than right. Obama. I mean, there's Biden. You, you're not into that. <laughs> you're talking about dudes, right? Yeah. Oh, but okay, Ron okay. Wyden has been the senator in Oregon for like my whole life. Uh, me too. Uh huh. <laughs> That's great. Oh, he looks like a scarecrow. Yeah, he he's uh, he's weathered from the job, bro. I'm sorry, that's mean. I'm sorry, Ron Wyden. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. You're, you're, you're a listening. good dude. Uh-huh. No, he's a pretty I, bamf, bamfy person to have. Dude, seriously, I read it. I read a fucking article. I read an article <laughs> today about Ron Wyden and how he he like spearheaded the um investigation and like pushed for the investigation for what happened in 2020 with the protesters, the like unidentified quote unquote police that came and like illegally arrested people like in downtown Portland when that happened, you know, cause that was a fucking thing that happened in 2020. That was such a fucking weird year. You guys, it was crazy, but it was like, it was crazy. Like, cause there was so much going on cause the protests. And then there was like the, the vandalism over here and and then like we had many different like groups of authorities coming in and like it was fucking chaos right right mm-hmm. but i was reading an article about how like he was pushing for this investigation cuz there was like some shady shit going on and whatever so i was reading it and i was like oh ron wyden yeah you're you know you're you you're you but you're kind of cool you're you're a homie. Right. Come on out. <laughs> like. <laughs> anyway. It's great. That's don't great. fucking listen to me about anything. Do your own research. Okay. Same. I uh-huh. can't. Uh, my recall, not great. All right, you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I have something cool to share. Do it. Okay, so this is a message that this person said we um, were okay to share from, you think it's okay to share the handle? Do you think that they care? Do the Instagram handle is what yeah. I Yeah, mm-hmm. fuzzbuzz79. That's so cute. I know. And they say, hello from Australia. So cool. I almost tried to say an Australian going to an accent. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, what is something stereotypical I could say, like an Australian yeah. hello? I'm like, I think it's just hello. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say down under. That's not Good an day, accent, mate. Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I just said to stop and I did it. I can't help yeah. myself. Yep. I can't control myself. Nope. <laughs> you guys have some good stuff to say down there. Okay. So, hello from Australia. Just wanted to say I love, love, love your podcast. I've been into TMI since I was old enough to read, and now as a 22-year-old, they feel too childish to bring up. So having you guys chatting about them feels like having friends. Laugh my ass off. (laughs) If you want proof about how much I've been enjoying your podcast, I've binged it in in just under two weeks. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. That is Amanda Big Level right there. (laughs) Sometimes I'll tell Robin, like, yeah, I'm on season five. And she's like, what the fuck? Whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If I have a hyper fixation, like, I plowed through Modern Family in, like, six weeks. So good. I just... Are you done with the review before I keep talking? Yes. No, yes. Thank you very much, also, Buzz Buzz. Okay. Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I mean, two weeks. And listen, listen, my daughter can make fun of me for the emojis I'm using and they're not accurate and whatever, whatever. and ever. <laughs> she, they said LMAO. So. Yep. 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 I'm not yep. that old. Yep. I agree. Boom. Boom. But except Boom. I say it with like, but except I say it with like five O's. Is that acceptable? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, uh. like Kelso's burn. Like, boom. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, I should say. Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah. I was just keep. I was just going to continue <clears throat> saying thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. thank you for taking the time. We love it. Thank you for listening to us like that. Yeah, I can't imagine listening to my annoying voice for that long. In a I row. don't. Uh, yeah, I was like, "How are we bingeable?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like everyone in my life has always been like, "Okay, I need a break from you now." <laughs> <laughs> You're a little much, right? So all three of us together. Gosh, <laughs> what is it, Elise Myers? Go find somebody less. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep go find less that's great I was just gonna say I'm sure you can tell again I am sick again thank you daycare so I'm sorry everyone for my sniffling and sips of tea oh poor thing just keep that in mind I'm sorry for being annoying what kind of tea you got um look at this thing I made of it it's 30 ounces because I didn't want to run out of hot beverage it's just like lemon I think lemon glaze or something Nice. It's all I had in the house that would be enough to fill this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's toilet paper stuffed in my nose. So there's that. That's the mm-hmm. status. <laughs> I love it. Yep. <laughs> oh, shoots. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's cut the chit chat. Oh, you know what? Sorry. What? I nope. remember what I was going to say. Okay. okay. This is going back like two minutes into our conversation, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I just finished A Court of Silver Flames. Oh, fuck. Like, yes. Like, um, got a week ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, like, you, Kristen went back and re-listened to all of them. Yeah. Because I didn't even have to finish, like, or start A Court of Thorns and Roses, like, two and a half weeks before I finished. <laughs> so like that's how slow I am at watching and binging and listening to things that's my yeah. snail status awesome dude we have to have I think listen I should probably not talk to you guys about this on air but I'm going to anyways because who the fuck cares it's not like we're gonna say anything crazy Um, but I was thinking because we're gonna wrap this up like pretty close to yeah we are we have a few left like three or four Christmas so we'll be wrapping it up like on the 14th of December okay and so I'm 
thinking because usually we like to take like a little bit of a hiatus <clears throat> or, uh-huh. like around Christmas just like you know a week or two just to like spend time take with our the families pressure off. <laughs> right. exactly um but I was thinking we should do like a like an Akatar like just chat episode to like and maybe like if we talk long enough, we can split it up into two and like have that. Oh, be. like a so spoiler. They, so they're not without anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just kind of a, oh my God. Eric McGurk. I can just but make like, Peter Griffin um, comments in the background. Well, this is what I'm thinking. If, if Amanda's like, no, I'm not going to fucking invest in, I, I can't, I have. Not right now. I would love to try and very briefly and very poorly give you a breakdown of what happens and then Robin and I discuss details and explain to you what happened I think that would be really funny like our version like filtered down not like written down or anything (laughs) just off the cuff I think it would be funny like our like oh yeah I forgot and then this Uh yeah (laughs) that's why we have to write things down because I would do that yeah. I mean, you could also, you have a mo- two months almost. You could listen to them. Yeah, you could. Yeah, totally you could. To. You could if you wanted to. You could be drinking whole if you wanted to. Yeah. It's, you just it's only like bed. 100 hours of audio. It's not bad. It's not that bad. What's her face did it? So listen while you're at work all the time, like for 40 hours a week. <laughs> I can't because I work from home, so I'd be ignoring my baby. <laughs> I mean, would you if you just had one earbud in? Like, you could still hear It's her. true. It would be better than Miss Rachel. Put it on, put it on, put it on. That's my life, guys. No. 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 Anyway, well, we'll discuss <laughs> yes. this later. I guess give I'll us do feedback. my back. Maybe. Yeah, let's just do it anyway. Would you want, like, I don't know, is there that much of a crossover? I think there's quite a bit of crossover, honestly, but. (laughs) But hey, that might be fun Uh to just be like, hey, we just want to chat. And this normally would be just a bye week, but here's a bonus. There was also something I was thinking. My gift to you for this holiday season. Like, we could play a game or something. I don't remember. But Ooh. I was like, hey, that would be a good, like, unscripted episode. I'll have to think what okay. it was. Uh-huh. I feel like you told me about that. Yeah. But I don't remember I don't what remember. it was. Okay. Okay, little well, beans, guys. All right. We're ready. All right. Well, then, what do you guys say we cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? <laughs> Previously on Downworld or Dish. Cassie really likes to share, pun intended, because we've turned back time and we're back to the split at the entrance, but we're seeing things in Lightwood Vision. Alec is an awkward wallflower at the best of times, but this is just like he can feel that he's in enemy territory, especially since he's like sleuthing around. His efforts fail to yield any tangible results, but we do get some angst from the internally teenage Raphael and a run-in with some fellow shadow hunters that almost ends with Alec being taken down to the station for some questioning. Thankfully, our star-crossed lovers are reunited for slow jams and dedications, like the seventh grade dance when you're swaying to You've Got It Bad. 
Oh, oh, you've got a fan. Oh, man. Oh, God. I'm having memory. I'm having flashbacks. Robin. I was not in seventh grade, and I am offended and old. (laughs) (laughs) Most deaf in high school. I love it. I don't know if it was seventh grade, but it was middle school. Anyway, unfortunately, the bliss doesn't last long because Malcolm Fate is paid a visit from the party crasher from hell, Barnabas Hale, who's like, Hale, no, you didn't steal my party. But Malcolm is like, heck yes, I did. And then a crazy ass warlock battle ensues, giving Alec a chance to use his shadow hunter skills to save a bunch of party goers. Once the dust settles, Alec is able to use his tie to Magnus to have Raphael like, be his lookout to send him any information he can glean about the Crimson Hand. After all the setbacks, Magnus is feeling a little defeated, but his sexy shadowy boyfriend is able to get him in gear by suggesting they go check the dungeons. Sounds safe. Check the dungeons. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so... We're in Magnus's point of view. And the trio explore the basement, illuminating their way with Alex's rune or not rune stone. That's not the right wrong. That's what they called it though, wasn't book it? Book series. Witch light. I swear they said rune stone. It is a rune stone, like okay, okay. but that's not what it's called. Like that's gotcha. the category of thing it is. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So Alex Witchlight and Shinyun's warlock ET glowing finger situation. Mm-hmm. I yep. I was like, okay, she's like click click. <laughs> click click boom. Fuck, <sighs> Robin, you're killing me with these. You're hitting me right in the nostalgia, the warp tour nostalgia. <laughs> So there wasn't much to find, but Magnus's attention caught on a statue of, I'm, this, I'm not going to be, Bacchus? Is that right? I that read it as Bukana's way. So, um. You read it what way? As Bukana's way. I don't, that's not what it <laughs> says, but that's what happened. Yeah. Bukana's way. That's not what that says. Oh. Anyway, he's the god of wine and revelry, by the way. And so he's like, oh, I recognize this statue, like, vaguely. Like, when you see someone and you met them when you were drunk and you're like, God, your face, but I can't fucking place you. Like, that's the the vibe I'm getting. So when he reached out to touch the rather boring statue, um... Blue sparks crackled, revealing a more, like, decorated statue beneath it, like, painted and all of this stuff. Um, okay. Oh, and the also the wall slid out, like, unveiling a staircase. Oh, right. Secret passageway. Don't, don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Well, and <laughs> Magnus is sweating. Like, I don't think that was like intentional i think he just was trying to touch it and something bad happened and he was like oh fuck it reacted to me and my magic that's not a good sign (laughs) (sighs) the statue's like i'm calling you out yeah he is stressed about alec like he's there to bear witness to whatever the fuck he finds Uh like oh oh my god it's 
It's like waking up after a blackout. And you're like, what did I do? I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I think that's only happened to me like once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it didn't happen to me very often. But there were plenty of times where the first thing in the morning when I woke up, I didn't quite remember what happened. And then right. I had to be like over that first cup of coffee when you're just like, fuck. <laughs> It's really the first cigarette, but okay, yeah, it's all coming back to me. Now. Yeah, when you're just like you're sitting on the porch and you're like crusty and just trying to like wake up and you're like, what happened? Uh, Robin's face. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot like it was a long bubble night. Bubblegum flashbacks, bro. No. Oh, thanks. oh, god, yeah. You're like, why does my mouth taste like this, dude? <laughs> You wake up in the middle of the night and you have to drink a soda. Like, have water. to have a soda. You're like, oh my God, why did I decide to drink Washington apples all night? It's literally a whole bottle of sour apple pucker. Like, oh no my wonder God. my tongue You're feels like, like it's going to fall off. Like the Crip Keeper. <laughs> You're Skin's like weirdly sticky, like you're so dehydrated. You're like, fuck. Woof. Oh. Good times, good times. Man. The year we we were 21. That was a year. 21, 22. Mm-hmm. That was okay. a wild year. Lots of party. It we Robin and I had a standing Wednesday date. Oh, and we, <laughs> I mean, oh, very cute. It was very cute. We'd go to dinner a lot of the time, but then we'd go get fucked up. That's great. It was the best of times. It was not. Yep. There was no worst of times in that. No, it was the best of times. Uh-huh. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> there was some debauchery, but it's fine. But it has to be. Ah, I you know. have stories to tell, and one day, Robin, you will tell your grandchildren those stories. Because <laughs> I won't let you not tell them. Because <laughs> I'll be telling them. <laughs> so, uh, the stairs lead like to this long corridor. Cord corridor. That's the right word. I can say that right. Which Alec notes is suspiciously dry considering where they are. They're like, we're supposed to definitely be underwater. Magnus right. explains it must be like a warlock spell. Like maybe Morty, Morty did it. I don't know. It, and it, the only, <laughs> what he doesn't say is it could have been me and I don't remember. Right. Like there's an elephant in this narrow passageway and like not helping. Yep. He's like, excuse me. I just got to At the end of the corridor, uh, they found, like, this old cellar filled with candles. And Magnus, like, lit them all at once with a snap of his fingers because, of course, he did. And that's so how cool. we would all do magic, right? Uh-huh. But, of course, but, of course. <clears throat> and I want to read the description because I tried to paraphrase it and I wasn't good enough. <clears throat> On the far end was a shoddy 
rickety altar that cavemen might have erected to worship a fire god. Two wooden columns flanked a large stone block cut out uh, cut into a perfect cube on a raised platform. On the left wall was a table that looked like a cheap plastic long like cheap plastic lawn furniture covered with incense and prayer beads and other generic looking knickknacks that someone could buy at a yoga studio. <clears throat> Oh my god, my cult is so low rent, moaned Magnus. <laughs> I am deeply shamed. I am disowning my followers for being evil and having no panache. <laughs> <clears throat> Gotta love Magnus. Oh, so funny. The value of humor in stressful and trying times is like, dude, if I could not laugh right now, I would. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bad things would happen. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it wouldn't be to me. <laughs> uh, the night my mom died, we all, um, we were so hungry because it was like a whole you know, thing. They mm-hmm. forgot the funeral home, like, got forgot to be called or something by the place. So we sat there for, like, six hours. Anyway, it was a whole fucking oh. thing. It was insane. But we all went out to dinner afterwards to, like, I think it was a Sherry's. And we saw this person and they had the most epic mullet you've ever seen in your entire life. And we had to get a picture. And um, I don't know. Who are we going to show? I don't have really any friends at that time. Mm-hmm. to show other than the people that I was with but anyway so we're getting ready do we take the picture pretending like we're taking uh, one of because we're in one of those round booths pretending like I'm taking my sister-in-law's picture and his wife looks over and goes did you get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you what do you say to that yes we got his picture we were not being as quiet as we thought we were so it was the best you know just laughing about a mullet mm-hmm. when you're going through tra- tragic situations called out. Yeah. Yeah. It helped to keep my mind off things. I yep. deserved it. There you go. <laughs> I took, I did randomly uh, ask these two guys that I don't know that if they were dressed up as pirates or if they just, their aesthetic okay. was just like pirate hipster (laughs) i don't Uh really know (laughs) but they were wearing tricorn hats so (laughs) it was was on halloween nope it was at winco okay Okay. (laughs) i mean and i did i asked them i was like i was I, i was like oh my god can i take a picture of you and they're like are you gonna put it on the internet and i'm like no and they're like no, you're going to put it on the internet. I'm like, no, I promise I won't put it on the... So I've never put it on the internet, right? Because I promised I wouldn't, so I won't. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I still have this picture in my camera roll of, like, these random pirate dudes at Winco. And that just made oh, me think of it. And I have hilarious. ADHD. So the what way I relate to yeah. you is telling a similar story from my experience. And I'm sorry. Same. That's That's me. <laughs> You just got me thinking about Outlander season five. That's all you've done. Okay. Uh huh. I have yes. not gotten that far. 
I need to. I'll make you a deal. I'll watch Outlander if you'll read Akatar. Okay, but that your job is much easier than mine. <laughs> I, will I didn't try, say but. it was a fair trade. <laughs> didn't say this was a good deal. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you get a new book boyfriend out of it, but. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see who you choose. This is why. Okay. I, I don't know what side of the fence you're laying on. Ooh, I I like I have one that I think, but then there's there's a wild card that I'm like, eh. It I could know, be. I know. It could go either way. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, okay, continue, enough with being cause... cryptic. So Alec, ever the pragmatist and eternal workaholic, points out that uh it's actually not Magnus's cult, because Magnus is like taking all the blame and he's like but it's not remember <laughs> like i still believe in you honey yeah <laughs> the tacky decor is all covered in like a layer of dust like suggesting that this has not been used very often lately at all um <clears throat> And upon further inspection, the statues on the altar were, like, all bought at Michael's. Like, clearance bin. Like, they had the manufacturer tag at the bottom. So funny. How embarrassing. So, Shinya... At least it was a dollar store. Yeah, exactly. Shinyun's bitching about Alec and Magnus's lack of professionalism in the workplace because they are flirt bickering. Um, and she trips over something and falls sprawling onto the floor. And up until this point, Shinyun's proven to be like quite the badass. So I'm thoroughly impressed that Alec and Magnus managed not to burst out laughing. Um, yep. Not I, my friend. Uh, I'd make sure that like you weren't hurt. Like initial reaction is like, oh my God, are you Okay. Right. But as soon as I find out that you're not dying, I am laughing at you. Absolutely. (laughs) That shit is funny. Hilarious. I swear when um, the moon, you know, like, (laughs) have you seen those things? Like, what's my picture? Like, what's the picture that you show people? Yeah. When you tell them about me. Dude, my husband will talk about me falling down at Bonneville DM. I was going to die laughing exactly every time. I was thinking years about. later, years later, it's still hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't even there, and that's what I was picturing. <laughs> I'm just I, like, dude, you got to tell the listeners. I will never live it down, but like that's how I knew, so it's fine. Yeah, you've you've got to tell the listeners. I feel like I might have already said this once on. Oh, air. okay. Okay. But I just, you know, it was like arms out, tripped. It was bad. <laughs> I think you there was a ton of people everything, around. right? I had I had Nike pants on so they okay. didn't rip. But I like my knee I was bleeding like down That's the chin. That's right. Oh my god. Yeah. Sucks. Dang. There was not even a, are you okay? Can I help you? He literally pointed and laughed at me. <laughs> Oh, my God. But now that you said that, now I'm going to think about that for, like, the next, I don't know, 72 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what What are the, what does somebody say about me when they're talking, when they're, like, telling someone about well, me? Like, you oh, have what, to ask yeah. your husband. What's your story or what's your picture? Yeah. 
ask Jason, what's my picture? Yeah. But what do I say? Like, cause he's going to be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just be like, okay, if you met a new guy at work, right. And they were like, ASL basically. <laughs> and just like, oh yeah, I'm married, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, um, here's a picture of my wife. And like, you don't know this guy. You haven't met him before. He's like a new coworker. And he's going to see a picture. What's the picture you're going to show them? I don't think Jason, I think Jason's answer would be like, I would never show somebody a picture of you. Like, I would never be like, here's a picture of my wife. What he would tell them is look up her books. Here's her website. Or like, here's her her Facebook. He would direct them to my socials. Okay, try this. (laughs) What's the picture you would use at my funeral? Uh-huh. Or what Ooh. picture would you give the to police if I was missing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, try that. What if I get kidnapped? What's the yep. picture you're going to turn over? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do want to hear him tell me what's the story you tell people when you describe me to people. Yeah, same. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then watch them scramble trying to come up with something. <laughs> At least that's mine. Yeah. So Magnus finds Shinyun tripped over uh like what she tripped over and it's like this little goat statue and it doesn't say this in my head it's that cute little satanic goat you know yeah yeah uh-huh. okay yeah. what is it called it starts with a b what is it called i don't know i just know what you're talking about baphomet 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 yes okay yes i've never like, heard but- that before huh. But in my head, what I picture, it's it's that little dude. Very adorable. Um, and so it's, like, set into the floor, though. So it's not, like, standalone. Suspense. I mean, I feel like there should be cones around it. <laughs> this is a health hazard. Wait. Oh, sure. Thank you. I feel like, how did she trip over this thing? But okay. Um <laughs> So he leans down and whispers specifically. I'm glad you saw that. Sorry. Um, Specifically low enough that Alec can't hear him. And like the super secret password that Johnny gave him into the little goat's ear. It's so weird. I love it. Why? Why are you being so obvious that you're. Uh Uh-huh. He's gonna like, find out. Exactly. It looks more like this is your cult, and you know, instead of just saying, this dude told me to try this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I get, I mean, like, I get how he doesn't want him to know who his dad is, but, like, he's gonna find find out. Like, obviously, yeah. we're, you're not gonna keep this secret, <laughs> given. <Right. sighs> so, at the sound of his father's name, Stone shifts, and it's way too hard to paraphrase what happens next. Okay, so the sound of grinding stone echoed throughout the room, drowning out whatever moment had been brewing between the two of them. The stone cube on the altar unfolded like a flower. It lifted from the altar and floated to the wall behind, where it embedded itself in the stone there. The platform the cube had been resting on crumbled into powder. Red gold light appeared around the rosette that the stone cube had become, tracing the outlines of a door. The glowing outline solidified into an intricately detailed gold-plated door with a large oval mirror in the center. I've read this five times. 
I can't fully picture what this uh-huh. looks like. <laughs> yeah, me either. The mirror just makes me think of um, mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. I don't I, know why. That's just. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was a really confused. That was part of the reason why I wanted to read it because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, am I, is there something wrong with me right now? Or is this really complicated and confusing like uh-huh. I feel like there's there needs to be like at least three more sentences to for me like <laughs> in between to like explain what's actually happening because I am confused oh, that's awesome. anyway they end up with the door some crazy magic shit happens and they end up with a door <laughs> and so Shinyang goes first opening the door to yet another corridor and this time the torches along the wall like light on their own uh, one after another, beckoning them into the darkness, and that's gonna be a no from me, dog. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, my seriously. butthole would pucker. <laughs> but, but also, J.K., my FOMO would force me to cave and go, because I'd I be like, be oh, in the middle, I want to know. There's three people. Yes, <laughs> yes, I want to be insulated. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I don't know if you say it, and I'm sorry that you do, but I'm thinking of it now. I'm glad that I think it was Magnus or someone pointed out, like, they don't even know where they are now. They've been walking for so damn long. Yeah, it's like five it's minutes. crazy. He's like, but we're like, probably not underneath the the thing anymore. The plaza anymore or yeah. whatever. Palazzo. So <sighs> funny. So they follow the twisting corridor for five minutes, like you said. Uh, and Shinyan still... She's still leading the pack until it opens up into another chamber. Um, and she kind of like gasps and they're like, what the fuck's so special? And they come around and they see this room. <laughs> like it's no Walmart blue light special. All right. Quote, the result of a church and a nightclub having gotten together for a wild night is how Magnus described the decor. I'm like, okay, awesome. I'm here for it. So Magnus notes the large painting of a man with, like, jagged teeth wearing a crown of barbed wire. Yikes. Uh, Before taking in the rest of the room. And the Crimson Hand should really hire a cleaning service because there's dried blood everywhere. Like, everywhere. It's, like, all over. (laughs) Ew. The altar in the middle of the pentagram carved in the floor, like that thing. Yeah, it looks suspiciously like something you would sacrifice someone on. (laughs) It's not a good look. Yikes. (laughs) Alec lightens the mood by noting the bar conveniently located next to the blood where the blood sacrifice happens. Quote, Magnus gave up. This is definitely my cult, isn't it? He paused. I hope the altar was a later addition. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Just the acceptance. And then he's like, fuck. Yep. Can we still mitigate this a little bit? Like, oh, the answer the is more no. and more we find out, the more it looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> so Magnus pours himself a drink as they search through the debris and the remnants from what looks to be like a small fire. Because like one of the pews was like singed. Which <laughs> I don't know if that's fire or magic that caused a fire or fire magic. I don't know. Right. 
So drink in hand, which is how I imagine if I had magical powers and I was a warlock, this is how I would like do everything. I'd show up yeah. to everything with like <laughs> a martini. Three or fingers. Something. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> So drink in hand, Magnus begins casting, seeking out the memories held in the room. Uh, So like mist flows from his fingertips, condensing into shapes, and they're like featureless ghosts, right? So whatever wards the cult had put up to block him made it really difficult to decipher the memories that like clung to the room. And he learned three things. I'm going to read them to you. One was a stained glass window that was no longer here, portraying someone who looked awfully like Magnus being fanned by palm leaves. One was two figures kneeling in prayer, an adult and a child, both smiling. One was of a woman standing over the altar holding a long Chris knife. I didn't look that up. Uh, Then there were... Faces, too many faces, twisted in agony. He saw mundanes and even a couple warlocks, but mainly he saw fairies. Fairy blood, the blood that could be used to call up greater demons. He saw some bad shit. Again, why fairy blood? Who created these rules? The universe. It couldn't just be a Pepsi? (laughs) Come and get it. So fighting against those spells took work. And uh like getting your in your skinny jeans when you're on your period, you know you know what I'm talking about? Like and you're wearing full butt underwear, worst. Yeah. He needed to take a knee. <laughs> he needed a minute. <laughs> that that flop back on the bed where you're just like <gasps> <gasps> It's not worth it. Right. So Alex's attention moved to the painting of the demon dude. In case you hadn't guessed, it's totes Azzy looking fine as hell. And I know the book describes him as like creepy with sharp teeth and whatever, but that's not what I choose to see in my head. And in my head, <laughs> Azzy is a zaddy. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I have a thing for Hades and he reminds me of Hades. So <laughs> are you talking about the um, Disney movie Hades not specifically more like the character like in any format okay I'm into it I'm really into it (laughs) you give me a Hades Persephone retelling I'm all over it yes it's I don't know the villain's always sexier I would rather be with the villain who's not really the villain haha Because the villain villain and hero is all subjective. It depends who's writing the story. I feel like we're learning that in this book. Some shit. Yep. I make a mention of it. (laughs) So Alec is such a dad. He, like, walks up to the wall and, like, inspects it. He's like, hmm. I just imagine him, like, a supportive dad walking in on, like, taking a walk through your first apartment or whatever. Like, I don't know because I didn't have one, but I'm sure Robin can relate. Mine did that. Yeah. (laughs) It's what I would see on a sitcom, so. Right. And he's, like, putting your furniture together for you. Yes, that happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love how good of a dad your dad is. Seriously. Oh, a 
Okay, so anyway, he pulls the picture off the wall, and Shinyun does, like, magic about it, um, revealing a book hidden in the wall. So it's the Red Scrolls of Magic, you guys. Like me, when a new Cassandra Clare book drops, Shinyun immediately sits down and starts reading. Like, she doesn't even go to, like, one of the pews. She just sits crisscross applesauce and, like, right there. Yeah. Start reading. Open the book. Let's go. We have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. They read out some excerpts from the Red Scrolls of Magic. I'm only going to read the excerpt portions of, like, what's from the book. Okay, so... Only the great poison, he who is handsome and wise and charming and handsome, can lead the faithful to Edom. So cater to the great poison with food and drink and baths and occasional massage. They wrote handsome twice, murmured Alec. Oh, shit, I wasn't supposed to read that. Um, so, the prince wishes only the best for his children. Thus, to honor his name, there must be a, hel- a hearth crowded with only the finest liquors and cigars and bonbons tithes of treasure and gifts showered upon the great poison symbolize the love between the faithful so keep the spirits flowing and the gold growing and always remember the sacred rules here are the sacred rules you guys are you ready life is a stage so exit in style only the faithful who make a truly great drink shall be favored Offend not the great poison with cruel deeds or poor fashion. The worst. (laughs) Seek the children of demons. Love them as you love your Lord. Do not let the children be alone. Oh, that one's sweet. In times of trouble, remember, all roads lead to Rome. The first rule about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Right. like uh yeah babe i'm sorry i have to be the one to tell you this but you definitely wrote that shit like that sounds yeah. exactly like your bitch ass like yeah a hundred percent just the first line even you're like oh ouch yeah that sounds like you being ass. sassy is uh-huh. what it, sounds it like. really uh <laughs> pegged him <laughs> this one time robin and i were asking what were we asking for robin like an extra day off or something and we wrote out like a dear sir letter to our boss. We and wanted then, to leave early to oh, do the podcast. I remember you guys showing me that. Yeah. It's framed podcast, in his office right. still. Yeah. It is still framed up to whom it may concern. Oh, that's exactly what that makes me think of. You're just being silly and then you get caught. <laughs> I wrote somebody up. So I, okay, this is a very quick sidebar, and I might have said this already, but whatever. I had to rewrite the handbook for our work Mm because we are trash. And I did that thing where you write something and it's, you're going a mile per minute. And so the word is spelled correctly because it's a correct word, but it is the wrong word to use in that sentence. So I put not to have foul language, but it was F-O-W-L, like a fucking bird, like a foul <laughs> language. And so this lady at my work called me and she's just like, <laughs> um, starts like pagawking at me and like making rooster noises. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, are you going to write me up? I'm using foul language. And so as a joke, I did. And I sent it to her and, like, made her sign it. And she sent it back. And I thought it was really funny. And then, like, four years later, when I went to HR, it was in her personnel file. Oh, my God. 
legitimately in there. And I was like, this was not, this clearly was not, wouldn't stop clucking at me. Like, this is literally what it said. <laughs> I love it. Uh, write them up, I'll sign it. Uh, yep, exactly. Oh my gosh. Shinyun, the permanently annoyed, uh, is like, what the fuck is this shit? She's trying to hunt a real cult, and this is some bullshit. She's got real beef with the Crimson Hand, an organization that would not exist if it weren't for Magnus. Like, let's, like, this is a serious situation. Like, I, haha, funny, mm-hmm. funny, but also, what the fuck? This was a joke to you, and you let it get so out of hand? What the fuck? It's interesting, though, that someone that was in the cult wasn't aware of, like, the rules and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Why would she be yeah. so keen to, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, of course she has a point. Um, even though Magnus, like, started as a joke, shit went sideways somewhere along the way, and now he's got to clean up the mess. Like, he's internally, like, processing, like, yeah, it's time to go to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. So Malcolm, they they leave and go back up, and Malcolm is passed out on, like, the ruined front steps of the palazzo. Like, I... I know this isn't true, but in my head, it's headcanon, like, that he got drunk and cried himself to sleep thinking about the deposit he's never going to get back, like. Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. <laughs> That's great. So with Malcolm in tow, they hop into the gondola, and they're gliding through the city. And the way that Magnus describes it, like, I want to be there so fucking bad. It is my absolute favorite time of day like right before sunrise like every weekday i am outside during that time like i make sure i'm outside to like watch the sunrise it's my favorite part of the day because i'm a crazy person sometimes i'm still up just kidding not you i could never i would die face face plant i believe it my cat my cats wake me up at the butt crack of dawn, so awesome. I don't even need an alarm anymore. <laughs> Headbutts, but also n- sunrise. Sunrise is like at like seven thirty now, so it doesn't. That's it's fair. not even that early anymore. It's crazy, yeah. Yes, so it might be a beautiful to watch the sunrise over Venice. Um, our but our guys are beat. The whole ass building, like a whole ass building, did fall on them. Like, not good. And then they, like, ran around Timbuktu, and, like, there's so much going uh-huh. on. It's a hell of a walk of shame. Like, and Magnus is feeling some shame in this situation. He's like, I fucked up big time. Big time. <laughs> Slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Alec and Magnus have, like, this moment. They're, like, cuddled up on the boat, and, like, Alec's in front of Magnus and he's like leaning on his chest it's so sweet and he's so exhausted because he's just a little tuckered out shower shadow hunter boy (laughs) I want to like tossle his hair oh my god and so uh Magnus is like once again feeling insecure and apologizing to Alec for like having to deal with his shit because he's like oh my god he's gonna leave me in at any second (laughs) Any second, he's going to be like, fuck you. This is some bullshit. 
But Alex, like, babe, I don't know how many times I need to tell you. I do this shit for a living. And you know what? I like my job. Some people might say I'm a workaholic, but I was with you. So it was like a field trip at school. You, you feel me? <laughs> like, because a field trip doesn't feel like school. That doesn't feel like no. work. That's exciting. Right. It's an adventure. So enough talking. What's the best cure for a rough night? Breakfast. Obviously. Obviously. Blueberry pancakes. Biscuits and gravy. At anywhere. Yeah. Extra crispy hash browns. Eggs and coffee. No hash browns. I want country potatoes. What? Blasphemous. (laughs) It depends on it depends on how how confident I am that they're going to get if they if they're regular hash browns they have to be very crispy I don't like that shit where it's like an inch of like fucking steamed potato between yeah Yeah. man I miss going out but like I can't hack it anymore like I miss the the event of going out but there's no way I used to always go to breakfast before we had young children again Mm. you know our in-between phase Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved it. Omar doesn't like breakfast, so crazy. Oh no. What a bummer. He eats like chimichangas for breakfast. Like he eats in the morning, just doesn't like breakfast food. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's gross. You can say gross, it's fine. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, breakfast for dinner is a staple in our house. And I made it's my easy. kids pancakes tonight. Yep. Absolutely. So Malcolm's still reeling from his ruined party, spinning out about his new archenemy, Barnab... Barnab... <laughs> Barnabasil. <laughs> Who might also be headed to Rome. Magnus is like, whoa, more shit is intersecting. It's getting real. Barney's always been kind of an ass, but like Magnus never really considered him a threat until now. And now he has to. And he's like, what the fuck? Like there's Uh too many things converging. Shit is sus. So they make a game plan. Food, sleep, and then Rome. Mm Because they've got to go to Rome. Jim, Tan, Laundry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I fucking loved Jersey Shore when it was on. I loved it so much. Uh, I never watched it, but I can get down with food and sleep. So, I mean, yeah. So Alex zonked out in Magnus's arms and I need to search for fan art of this. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so fucking cute. Shinyan and Magnus have, like, this moment. They're, like, breaking the ice, and it seems like she extends the olive branch. Like, I know you didn't mean any harm, so I'm not going to bust your balls too hard about it. (laughs) You know, that kind of a thing. And I have one last thing to read you, and then I will be done reading you things. It's very quick. He's very devoted, Shinyan continued, gazing at Alec. His eyes were closed, but his arm was curved protectively around Magnus, even in sleep. Doesn't he ever quit? She reached out a hand to touch Magnus's, but Magnus felt the muscles in Alec's body go tense the moment before the Shadowhunter's hand shot out and grabbed her wrist. I don't, said Alec. 
I mean, did the temperature raise in the room? It's getting Ooh, hot. Right. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> oh, and then he just fell right back to sleep like a fucking man. For real. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the ride back to the hotel is quiet. Magnus notices Malcolm staring at them looking sick. Like, he's disturbed and Malcolm had a shadow hunter girlfriend lunch and shit did not end well like I'll never love another bad like real bad and Magnus is like I guess this isn't super comfy for him <laughs> right and he lets himself think about what it would be like to love that deeply as he watched like the sparks of his magic fade behind the boat enjoyed his ride to the hotel dude so crazy that's what i was thinking i was like how are they falling asleep who's gonna wake them up when they get there it's like when you're on the bus and you fall asleep uh-huh. terrible okay you guys my chapter is called bitter secrets and i like secrets so this is my favorite if nice. you have a secret tell me i don't care if i know anything about it I'll be your secret keeper, except I'll tell these two. <laughs> Dude, Sorry that's to like anyone your, um, that told me a secret. Yeah. That would be like your Fey thing if you were Fey, right? Mm-hmm. You just collect secrets and okay. trade them for things. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. Okay. So we get a lot of information in this chapter. So I'm sorry that you have to listen to this voice for the next little bit. So, two warlocks and a shadow hunter walk into a car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that one? Uh, it's actually a re- re- rental car lot, but whatever. So, they don't know what the hell they're doing because, like, they don't drive. So, Magnus goes with pretty Italian and red. And, of course, it's a Maserati. And, of course, it's a stick shift because why the hell would it be a manual? Uh-huh. That would be ridiculous. It's not as fun. So Wait. They- what? A stick shift is a manual. Automatic. Okay. (laughs) Why would it be automatic? That would not be any fun to drive. Why wouldn't it be a manual? I don't know. I don't. Like, do they even make them in an automatic? Emmanuel. You guys, I don't understand why people are like, a manual is so much more fun. How? 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 How, How is, is a more manual fun more manual? fun to drive than an automatic? I don't give a fuck about pushing in a clutch. My leg's going to get tired. What the fuck? Who cares? I mean. I also don't fun. speed. I, I do. <sighs> I okay. Mean, I mean, like, I speed, like... like, the normal amount. But, like, I'm not going to go 100. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, here's what you do. This is why it's more fun. When you shift gears, you say, we're family. We're like family. We're family. So, I'm not Dominic Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah oh my god that is great okay so this is why i have some warm beverage here so like how you keep saying okay. warm beverage <laughs> <laughs> i feel stupid saying tea like i don't know i'm not fancy okay it's literally in like anyway that is fancy they, what are you talking about it was six dollars on amazon clearance do you like it? It's bigger than my head. This thing is ginormous. It's amazing. Okay. 
So they make their way to their first pit stop and have some amazing pasta, which is not mm. important to the story, but I love food. So mm. think about mm. that. They take a vacation photo to send home, and Alec awkwardly talks about missing his family and the few people he actually knows in his life. Like, yeah, I don't really miss Simon that much because I don't really know him that well. Like, you don't have to explain and say that you miss every single person you've ever met. It's fine. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> What's that? What was that? I feel like we've done this before, but that TV show where it's like, good night, Mary Sue, yes. Sue, or whatever. Yep. <laughs> was it the Waltons? Yeah. Yeah. Say goodnight to everybody. I think I touch on it a little bit later, but this whole chapter, not the whole chapter, parts of this chapter, it's like they're trying to fit in old life, basically like Alex's life into this story. Uh So when he talks to Izzy, she awkwardly fits in conversation about like Simon. It was weird. It's unnecessary. Anyway, um, so he is, um, Alec is worried that um, Magnus is basically like trying to force a good t- time on this trip. Like he's trying so hard to make sure they have a good time. Mm. That's not what this trip is about anymore. Right. Like, it's and it's okay. okay. We can do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Isabel calls just in the nick of time and knocks Alec out of his worries for a few minutes. And after a bit of catching up, she tells him that she hasn't found much information on the cult. But she was able to find um, what she calls an original manuscript that she's going to email him. And then there's some more, like I said, awkwardly placed discussion about Izzy liking Simon the most out of all the boys going after her. Mm. And it was just really weirdly placed. I don't know. And then he's like, yeah, out of all the guys coming after me, Magnus is my favorite. And I'm like, we know. Like, this was weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like when you said secrets, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> exactly, it's an open Real secret. secret. Yeah, yeah. So when he gets back over to Magnus, he admits that he had told Izzy about the Crimson Hand, and Magnus isn't mad, but Shinyan is, and she, this girl is seriously to'd. She is pissed that he told the secret. Dude, am I the Alec? Yeah, I think we all are. Okay, like the no. guilty feelings just got you after like twelve hours. Uh huh. I just gotta confess. Yeah. Yeah. I for me, I don't know if it's so much as confessing as like I want to tell you information <laughs> that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I share. share. This I want to communicate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Alec picks the weirdest moment to mention that he wants to visit Ro- the Rome Institute to, like, restock on his weapons and, of course, cheese made. He wants to know if anybody's talking about this cult. And uh-huh. Shin Yun is like, bro, are you trying to get Magnus locked up? Why- like, why would you do that? It's weird. Your boyfriend literally has magic. Just, like, he magicked you up some some arrows the other day. Like, you're fine. Yeah, but it's what you can contribute. I mean, I think it's weird. So literally, like, four hours ago, just like, he's so dedicated to you. He's like, he's going to kill you and turn you into the clay. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You know what? She is. Hmm. She's the person Katy Perry was singing about in her song. She's hot and then she's cold. And then she's yes and then she's no. 
Yeah. Thanks. You got this, me that on song that was one. about Shen Yun. You didn't know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so Magnus tells her that he trusts Alec despite her objection and agrees with him. It's a, He should go. So then they go get the email printed, I think, from Izzy. And it's just a copy of the Red Scrolls that they already have. <laughs> and Magnus Shit. is so pissed. He's like, we went to all that trouble last night in the building that was basically falling to the ground just to get the same shit in an email the next day. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so funny. And the whole time I'm like, why doesn't she just send him pictures? We couldn't see pictures that well back then. Like, no, this, you know, yeah. not through text anyway. Not on a razor fucking iPhone or yeah, a razor iPhone because that's a thing. Yeah. A razor Motorola oh, flip phone. God, it's so great. Hello, Moto. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Love that. That grainy Love ass it. screen. Like you're gonna fucking see anything. Do you yep. remember hitting T9 that texting? Do you remember accidentally hitting the fucking internet button and being oh, like yeah. fuck 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 fuck? Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Because I paid my own bill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Okay, so eventually they get back to the car, and Alec offers to split the driving with Magnus. And, of course, he doesn't know how to draw a drive. Not draw. He might know how to draw. I don't know. He's no Cleary. (laughs) (laughs) He offered – okay, he doesn't know how to drive. He does a few loops around the parking lot, and, of course, he masters driving a stick. Insert eye roll here. Insert right, like, eye roll. Don't. I, he, no way you can be. Oh, I can move. He's like making fun of people. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how I could move both of my feet at the same time. <laughs> my skills. Dick. It took me like a week to learn that shit. Okay. Here's the thing. Did you get the feeling like he could drive? He just didn't know how to drive a stick. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Although he's from New York, so he might not. That right. was my thought that he's never really driven. It's not I know, maybe I said it and hard. I skipped over it. Right? Yeah. I feel like especially if you've been, as an adult. If you've, yeah, as an adult, if you've seen enough people drive, like you could figure uh-huh. it out. Uh huh. I mean, I don't I'm know. I just thought it was funny. The clutch, the clutch on that car is very sensitive. Yeah. Right. So I feel like it would be harder. Yeah. Or like it's probably a short. Oh, like a sport shifter. Uh-huh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, mm. interesting. So, Shinyan is not a fan of how fast Alec is driving. He's an Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I drive fast. Okay? It it's, happens. Yeah, it's scary. It's not that scary, but one time Robin's husband was driving next to me on accident one time or something. We were meeting up with him and he was like this van and it was me. Because he was scared of my driving. Uh-huh. Whatever, bro. I'm a good driver. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I just jinxed myself. So I love the fact yeah. that you drive like that in all of your recent cars. It's like, I had a Prius, and then this van, and then like a Beetle. Yep. Just driving like a... Like a... Bad out of hell, man. What is it? Uh, offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's true. What's that sports term? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, everyone's always in my way. That's exactly right. Okay. 
Alec is having a great time, so he gives no shits that she's scared. And I am not a great backseat person. I need to drive, so I am right there with Shinyan. Like, I need to have control if you're going to go that fast around the curves. Just mm-hmm. saying. So eventually, Mama Shinyan was right, and Alec hits the gas instead of the brake and on a turn, and they head straight for a cliff. Oh, God. So Alec throws up his mom's seatbelt over Magnus. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> right. But obviously it's not needed because he's literally in the car with two warlocks. Oh, duh. <laughs> but I guess it's just automatic, you know? Yeah. So I Magnus do it to saves- in my passenger yeah, seat, including my backpack. I was going to say my purse. Yes. <laughs> so Magnus saves the day and they all get out of the car and basically like kiss the ground. <laughs> and Alex suggests that Magnus just mag- magics up like a campsite and like, mm. let's just get some rest here. That was obviously dangerous. It's too dark to drive. Do this. Do you think he gets offended or like someday he would get offended because he's just like, why don't you just magic us this? Okay. Cause I, I would know. do that to him. I feel like if it was someone that was abusing it. Yeah. But Alec okay. is just so Alec that I don't think, Magnus would ever huh, be like, right. yeah, he's abusing his privilege to like. <laughs> I just Could don't you see imagine? Alec doing anything like that. Yeah, they're in a fight, right? Okay, and it's mm-hmm. like you're like, hey, would you carry this in for me? And it's like that thing when you ask your husband to do something and they don't do it literally right now. Like I'm asking you because I want it now, not in five minutes. Yep. So you're like, right. trash can is full. Yeah, I'll do it myself. And so mm-hmm. then Alec is trying to do something that like really needs magic, and then Magnus is behind him trying to do it, and he's getting really mad. I said I could do it myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of here with your fingers. <laughs> I can create a portal. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> So Shinyan and Magnus get into a little bit of who's the better warlock competition, making tenths. Of course, they're not actually tenths. Shinyan's eventually ends up being like this fabulous three-story treehouse. And <laughs> Magnus basically made like a luxury condo. It's like two bedrooms, a kitchen, and a bathroom. <laughs> two bedrooms. Why? In case they had guests. Yeah. On the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> so... Of course, there's a bonfire outside, so the three gather around and start to talk shit. Basically, like, talk about Shadowhunters and how they're kind of shitty. And again, I really like that we're seeing another side to, like, these angel people. Like, sure, you guys fight demons, but you also treat downworlders like shit. And it's really... Mm -hmm. I really like seeing that side, even though I don't like that that's what they're doing. (laughs) Uh Right. So, somehow it organically works its way into the conversation that... The way Shadowhunters treat downworlders is, like, just not good, you know. So it just – she's basically getting herself worked up, and she excuses herself to go to bed because she is just, like, basically, you ignorant. You you are ignorant, and um, (laughs) I got to get away from you. (laughs) I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So probably – she's probably going to go take a bath and paint her toes and binge watch Dateline. Because, like, that's what I would do if I had that a That sounds legit. Myself. Yeah. I don't want to paint my own toes anymore. Okay. Oh. I guess if you have magic, you could maybe just, like, could you magic mm-hmm. people or would that be a portal? Like, could you magic someone to come do your feet? I don't think so. No. I don't but so I'm either. sure you could summon a demon to do it. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Like you don't get to pick your color. It's either red or black. And that's, that's what you're getting. And they're going to choose it for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Those are the only two colors I usually do anyways. Fair. Same. <laughs> I have a brownie color Love that it. I'm into right now. Love it. Anyway, like continue. Okay. So Magnus tells Alec not to like let her get to him because all warlock children had like, they all got off to a bad start. Literally, one of their parents is a demon, so um, sometimes they give in to their anger. It yeah. just happens. Mm-hmm. And um, so Alec gets into the gets the conversation to steer towards Magnus's past by telling him that he understands why Shinyan is here. He thinks that it's because Magnus feels bad that um, a, the cult that he founded like hurt her. And Magnus adds that she is what he could have been if he didn't have his mama, Ragnar Fell, and the Silent Brothers. And I really can't wait to hear more about the Silent Brothers. Because I put a question mark behind it. The Silent Brothers? What? I am curious. So Alec tells Magnus that he um, took the Red Skulls of Magic to mean basically that he was trying to protect warlock children. Which I agree. Mm-hmm. He, uh-huh. um, me too. Yeah, I don't think he meant for this to do anything harmful. No. Um, he also doesn't, although he doesn't realize that he's doing it, Magnus is always trying to help people, and Alec is, like, pointing that out all over the place. Like, you know, when your best friend's feeling down, and you're like, girl, you look so good. Like, mm-hmm. I love your bangs, and your glasses look great. That's what he's doing. So they start like to I'm dig. I'm butter your bread. Exactly. Except I don't like butter on my bread. I I don't know. Mm. Toast, but not bread. <gasps> I know. My, mine's I know. more like bread, not toast. Weird. Because I, I, I can't taste it. So why waste the calories? I'm just going to put jelly on it. Okay. I like it I all like melty. it both ways. Okay. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they um they start digging into Magnus's past. Um it just came up in conversation. It's normal for couples to talk about most things about their past and it fits in the plot. So, I mean, it just makes sense, you know. Yeah. So Magnus reaches for Alex's hand and Alec like prepares himself and he's like takes a deep breath. And then um, he's ready for magic Magnus to magic his memories to him. <laughs> That's what I thought was like, going to happen too. Touch. I did me too. up. Yep. And Magnus is like, no, that would be too much, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and I don't know if that means like that would be too many memories or I am much too much, and that would be too much. Or maybe both. he said, "Like I've already lived this. I I can't relive this again." Okay. Is what he told yep. him. Okay, and not that I even know if it's possible or not for him to do that as a skill. Right. But he was just like, "I don't want to relive this shit." <laughs> yeah, he just wants to hold his hand because this Aww. shit is gonna get deep. Yeah, and so Alec is relieved. Okay, so here we go. <sighs> Magnus's mother was a good woman that did love him. But she was always really sad. Uh, He constantly tried to learn new tricks and things that would, in his mind, his child's mind, um, fix everything and make her happy. But she hanged herself in the barn before he could Mm. find that trick that he was looking for. So there's no mention here of how 
the half demon baby of Magnus was made. So who knows how traumatic that could have been for her right. and what was going on in her mind. Uh-huh. Um, although his stepfather, which we don't, it says that the stepfather knew Magnus wasn't his. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they were married when she got pregnant with the demon? I don't know. I'm interested and in, I'm hoping someday we'll find out. Anyway, the stepfather knew Magnus, not his biological name, by the way, uh, didn't know that he was a warlock. Like, they, they didn't know what he was, basically. So after burning the barn to the ground and building a shrine to Magnus's mother, the stepdad mo- woke up Magnus from his sleep and started beating him. Terrible. Mm. Eventually, he took him down to the creek and tried to drown him. But more like a reborn sort of you're going to be healed sort of drowning. You know, good intentions murder. Right. <laughs> you will. Right. Yeah. As yeah. you do. Yeah. So it's not super clear the actions that happened sort of in between. Um, but basically from what I'm taking from it, it sounds like Magnus burned his stepfather alive in a reaction to trying to survive, basically. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have like control over his powers yet. So I don't think he meant to kill him. He just meant to not like die himself. Right. And so he did kill his stepdad. And so then, of course, what the fuck do you do after that? So he ran away. And somehow got in good with the Silent Brothers, and they hooked him up with Ragnar Fell for training. And they became very close, and he loved Ragnar very much. Later, he became friends with Katarina Loss when he saved her from being burned at the stake. And Alec is like, bro, yes, there you go again, my boo, just saving more peeps. Like, you are amazing. Okay. (laughs) And that's basically where we end, because then they just cuddle up on each other. And they're like, we're going to get this cult. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. We're yeah. Getting, we got two Snuggles. chapters with ending with them snuggling. Right. That's cute. I'm into it. It's totes adorbs. Yeah. Okay. So. It's me. And this is called The Treasure That Prevail. The Treasures That Prevail. Read words. Okay. So it's the next day and the journey continues. And I can say from recent experience that stopping in the middle of the car ride does not help you feel more rested. Okay. (laughs) Those are absolute facts. Mm. It's a no. Anyway, Magnus is thinking about how they woke up that morning, which was asleep next to the fire under the stars. And it was like super cute and all, but Magnus is kind of bummed. They didn't get to use the giant tent and me too. Fair. And, the way you described it and what I saw in my head were two different things. Okay. And I was seeing more of like the Roman commander, mm-hmm. Julius Caesar tent sort of okay. situation. Yeah. And I want one. Yeah. I don't want to store it or put it together, but like, how cool would that be? Like, it, I'm a history buff. I need to do that before I die. Yeah. We need to do a Ren Fair. Like, but like one of the like ones where you do the actual camping out, like, uh-huh. full on, like a Viking. I need a shower fair or something. Oh my god, <laughs> I need a shower. Oh, Why? Her name's Deborah. <laughs> yep, Deborah. Downer. And I'm down with the shower. <laughs> DTS. Yeah. Okay. And pooping on a toilet. <laughs> pooping oh on god. a toilet. I do like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. Magnus has like some mental vigor from the grounding with nature, sleeping outside. 
and he's more determined than ever to put this cult business behind them and finish their mission, including taking down whichever asshole was running things up to and including, what did you say? Barnabashole? Yeah. <laughs> Raggedy ass. No, especially if it's Barnabas. He's like, you're going down, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Adam Sandler loaded. all of a sudden. <laughs> yes. You didn't know that? The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. It was Bob Barker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so look. I just wrote, they get everything loaded. And I was in my head as I was typing that. I was thinking of this sidebar that I wanted to do. And I was like, I'm not going to write that out because it's too much. And then I realized in this moment, I could just say it without it being written. So I'm going to. Do it. How cool would that be if you could just magic your camping shit away? Fuck. And clean. Yeah. Like, that is the worst part about going camping. Yes. Yep. Because, like, you're done. And then you have to, no. Yeah. Immediately, no. I don't want to do that anymore. I want everything else. You have to drive home. And then you have to unpack and clean everything. But you could just magic it. God. Anyway, they hit the road, pulling into Rome's pack streets about two hours later. And I could never. Like, I could never. I was really proud of myself for driving in LA downtown when Portland usually in like turns me into like an emotional puddle of tears, like literally crying. Mm -hmm. And I did really good. And Rome is crazy busy. And according to Magnus, they have the world's worst traffic patterns. And I watched this documentary starring none other than great British bake offs, adultering DiCaprio dating status, celebrity chef, Paul Hollywood. Amazing. (laughs) About his, like, European road trip and uh-huh. these cars. And he drove this, like, Lamborghini spider through downtown Rome. And I got secondhand, like, nausea via the TV screen watching him have to do that. I was – I had anxiety and through yeah. the screen. No. I were seeing Lizzie McGuire. I know how bad the traffic is. <laughs> I just – no. I could ne- – no. Mm-mm. No. I would walk everywhere. I would yeah. be thin. Yep. <laughs> Maybe I would get a moped. I might do that. Ooh, a Vespa. A Vespa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, they made it. It's fine. They were not as worried about it as I was. And they check into the swanky-ass hotel, and then, like, they separate. Shinyan goes into her room, and the boys go in theirs. And Alec, like, sets down the bags, and Magnus throws up some protection wards around the room. And I just couldn't imagine, like, couldn't do anything except imagine him, like, Hermione. And uh-huh. when she's, like... yeah. Doing the things when they're camping and stuff. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, voking. Okay. And um, Alec, like, lays on the sofa. And he's like, pay attention to me. Hug me. (laughs) Wait, that's me. That's me. I literally say that every day. Every day. Um, But he, like, really cutely says, come and hold me. And Mm -hmm. I think he says, and he does that eyebrow raise that I just did. And so they do. And Magnus is like, Damn boy, you fun as hell with your long eyelashes. Get out of town. And then they pass out. Like right. after swimming <laughs> in sandwiches. Some are now. Swimming in sandwiches. Love. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When Magnus wakes up, Alec is on the balcony with Prosecco and a shark coochie board. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie board. Yeah. I, I can never say that correctly. Um yes, please. Yes. yes. I want that. A thousand times, mm-hmm. yes. I want to and try I the think... butterboard. We're doing it for winter yes. solstice. Absolutely, okay, we we're can... doing it for winter solstice. Yes. Okay. I will feel like you could make that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know. With like warm bread. Mm. You could make the thing. See, I could go with melted butter. Like that's, yes. Mm. Warm bread is where it's at. Okay. Because warm bread is basically toast. Yeah. I mean, without the crunch, (laughs) right? I think, guys, that it's really sweet that we see that the turntables have turned and Alec is doing something cute and, like, surprisey for Magnus. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, he wouldn't do it. Like, I don't think it's this, oh, this is really out of Alec's character to do this. I just think we haven't gotten the opportunity to see him do it yet. Yeah. Yeah, Magnus and has been trying so really hard. Sweet. Well, and also, I don't know that Alec has necessarily had the confidence. Like, he's he's gaining the confidence and kind of, like, taking those like adult steps in like an adult relationship where you think about the other person and do something nice for them. You you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is very like, I'm learning how to do this and I want to do it. Right. You know, it's Ah, so endearing. And it's truly is the little things like Mm -hmm. it's cool when you like it's big gift or whatever. That's, that's cool, whatever. But like, when you come back from the gas station and you bought me a Reese's and you put it in the freezer, like yes. that's mm-hmm. when that's you switch it. the laundry over without me asking mm-hmm. into it. Yep. I yep. just know that while you were out in the world, you were thinking of me. Yes. Right. And when or like, if I see like your favorite candy or something, I'm like, dude, I got to get this for Amanda or like Kristen yep. would really like this. Like I'm mm-hmm. thinking of you or you know, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's four anyways in less than five minutes. Um, <laughs> they're out. Owning um, at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giving you what you want, people. Yep. Yep. They're on the sun-warmed balcony, and Magnus is sending his feelers out to his, like, I gotta guys. Basically to see if anyone has <coughs> any information on there that will lead to the arrest or capture of Barnabas Hale. Then his mind drifts to how Alec should move in with him. But he's, like, not a crazy person, so he doesn't voice his opinion out loud. He's like, maybe after a year. Let's wait. Let's wait. But seeing him all domestic made him, like, oh. Then we skip to later, and Magnus is in the shower, and he hears Alex Ray's voice, and he immediately thinks that he's in danger. He, he's Ralph Wiggum. Oh. Okay. I smell danger. <laughs> so he rushes... <laughs> out of the shower with a towel around his waist and I bet okay I don't have to say I bet I know like he's probably one of the people where like the towels at the hotel fit you and you don't have to bring your Turkish towel with you every time you travel so you can like actually wrap yourself up after you get out of the shower (laughs) because I do I just deal with it and yeah he's wet and he comes out and like he sees a startled Shenyan and Alec like, kind of staring at him, having a conversation on the sofa. And so Magnus magics, his, magics himself some clothes that, by the way, include a scarf, but not socks. Awesome. <laughs> like, if you have a silk scarf, but you are barefoot. It's like the first thing he could think of. He didn't, he didn't think about shoes. <laughs> Just, like, I love it. And um, he's like, sup, my homies? What are you doing? And the next conversation is really funny, so I'm going to read it. I'm leaving, said Shen Yun. Like, forever? Uh, said Alec, hopefully. 
Most people don't find the sight of me half new that alarming, said Magnus. Several heads of state have deemed it a privilege. Alec rolled his eyes. He seemed more than a little tense. Maybe he should book them some massages, Magnus thought. (laughs) I have some contacts in Rome who won't want to talk to a shadow hunter, Shinyan said. Also, I've been trapped in a car with you for the better part of two days. I need a break. No offense. None taken, said Alec. Off you go. (laughs) Do you want coffee? Asked Magnus, feeling a little bad. I can't stay, said Shinyan. She can't stay, said Alec. (laughs) You heard her. She has to go. Love that. Dude, I'm just like, I could never. (laughs) He's like, get the fuck out. I just, I love kind of like a sassy Lightwood, but Uh like, I couldn't do that. No, same. So she leaves. And then Alec pounces with the strength of a grizzly, the reflexes of a puma, and the speed of a shadow hunter. And they start like, that's their making out sounds. And um, their clothes start coming off all the way, like, so, like, wrapped up in the moment that Magnus, like, back hits a wall. Mm -hmm. Alex, oh, shit, sorry. But it's cool. And then he says, quote, Magnus, quote, it's all right. Yes, I love it. I love you. Come here. And, like, am I missing something? Or is this the first I love you and we're, like, we're not even talking about it? I know. I have chills. Is it the first I love you? I, I mean, like I is. don't know. I I could be I crazy. Remember, I don't. Honestly. It's been too long since I've read mm-hmm. City of Glass. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just, they glazed over it, which, and I was just like, um, uh, I ain't going to need you to pause. Right back up yeah hit that little thing doesn't want to ask him to move in at all like he's not crazy but the love is fine 15 seconds back press the button anyway i guess it doesn't matter they're caught up in the moment and magnus makes the bold move to start like unzipping unzipping alec's pants and he gets okay from alec he's like yeah only to be stopped moments later when alec tells him to wait And you guys, it's not because he isn't ready. It's because his fucking job is more Like, you've always been an endearing old lady, but now you sound like a middle-aged dad. Right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But Magnus agrees, and he wants this all to be over. So he's like, fine, I know you're right. And Alex's like, okay, bye. Wait, no. Maybe. Yes. Yes, bye. Yes. I, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta see my fellow hunters of shadows. We can't waste any more time. I have to make like a tree and get out of here. <sighs> so he bids Magnus farewell, worried that something's going to happen to him and he has to promise to stay at the hotel and wait for him to come back. Mm. And Magnus in his head, he's like thinking, that like I'm literally a few centuries old and I've had many a shenanigan in the day, but like okay, <laughs> that makes him feel better, right? He's like a menace, like Kristen. I was gonna say, don't tell like me what my, to do when my husband tries to like be like, be careful. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't, you don't, know. Mm, you, you don't, don't know, know. <laughs> you don't know me, no. 
I'm grown. <laughs> like, I've fought grown people in parking lots, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so he tells Alec they can pick up where they left off when he gets back. Nah. Alec pauses with doubt again, but decides that he has to go. So Magnus, like, tosses him the keys and he's like, take the car and hurry back. Uh, I can never do it like you can. Yeah, it's better. I mean, I know that they're holding the intensity so that we get it good later. It has Mm -hmm. to be the case, right? But, like, how long would that actually take? You know, right. I mean, I was just relieved because I didn't want to write it. That's fair. Yeah. I was like, how does it always happen? We're reading whole chapters. Uh Uh-huh. And it's still you. Only on Robins. (laughs) Why (laughs) me? (laughs) That is awesome. I love it. (sighs) Okay. So next week, we're going to do chapters 19 through 21 Mm -hmm. that's gone fast all right you guys for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at downworld or dish podcast we'll see you next time bye bye